people, you know, your neighbor, your next door neighbor that's doing this stuff to you. Well, it's like that lady that you you sent me the the little post of that was the doctor talking about buying baby parts yeah. on the hole and she worked this deal to get her a Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is the mindset. This is a mindset that people have. They don't know right from wrong. These people are completely bereft of any, um, of any guiding light, you know, of, uh, of good versus evil. I mean, they just don't get it. They don't understand it. Yeah. You know, they don't think about it. I think it's important to point out though, that all of us have the capacity for that sort of. Absolutely. One of my favorite things that Christ. Both ways, right? Both ways. Christ said was. You know, they were getting ready to, back in the day, if they caught you in adultery or yep. and doing doing some stuff like that, they would stone you to death in the square. And everybody pick up a rock, and Jesus kind of shut that down one time when he said, let he use. Well, yeah, well, he said, let he use without sin, cast the first stone. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Man, I wanted to read you something that I found in the, found in the good book this morning. Psalms 139. It's kind of long, but you've searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will be not dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created me, my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Before one of them came to be, How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand when I awake. I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's good old King David. That's some good stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean... I don't know. I don't know why this it hasn't clicked to me for so long that all this nonsense that's going on in the world 
that we always talk about that it that it's all calculated to 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 work to an objective and it's been going on for a since long the dawn time. Of time. Yeah. Well, since the dawn of time, but I mean in the United States, it's been going on since at least the women's liberation movement. Yeah. And you know, a lot of all these people think they're doing good. Yeah. They all think they're doing good things. They do. They they do. But the thing is, is that, uh, you know, the thing that they don't talk about is, you know, in communism, they all talk about equality, you know, for everyone, every, for, I forget the, the saying of communism, like for, for each his need, something like you work for, for, you work, I forget the saying of it, but, uh, something that Marx wrote. Yeah. Something that Marx wrote. It's like, it's like the, it's a quote for like a slogan that they used to shout all the time, you know, like for each is need. It was in, it was in animal farm, you know, for, for each is need to how much he can work or something like that, you know? And, and if you think about it for a while, I mean, it sounds good on the surface of it, but when you think about it, you know, you're, you're saying that, uh, everybody's going to get what they deserve and you're going to work as much as you, you know, as much as you can. Right. But then the people that don't work are the people that are laying down all of this stuff that are engineering all of this stuff, this oligarchy at the top, Mm. you know, like the world economic forum, these people, you know, there's this hierarchy, this pyramid of people that, and you know, this shit's going to run downhill. All the people at the bottom are going to be working their asses off eating very little while the people at the top, you know, are living a lavish life and uh, eating wonderfully and doing whatever they want to in the world. Mm-hmm. And the rest are going to be subjugated. And uh, I don't understand why people can't see that connection that, uh, you know, you try to make e- equal for everybody. Well, who is everybody? You know, is the whole world is going to be completely equal. One thing, it goes against the Prieto uh law, uh, Prieto principle that Jordan Peterson talks about, the whole 80-20, where 20% of the power will be in the hands of, or or 20% of the power will be in the hands of 20% of the people. Mm -hmm. 20% of the people will be in control of most of the power, and the rest of the 80% will not. And it doesn't matter what law you throw out there, what kind of idea you have, that's how it's going to shake down. So this 20% is going to be treated like king's. And the rest of us are going to be under their under their boot, yeah. And people just don't get that. Well, that uh, yeah, I mean, that's the that's where it all came from. You know, the Bolsheviks were all elites, right? They all yeah. all came from the the uh, the elite class who were who felt like um, uh, this book talks about this this live not by lies book. Talks about that these people had a had abandoned religion and were looking for something to fill that hole. Yeah, in in a way, and <clears throat> that all the you know it's kind of like it's going on now. It was all the young young intellectuals and their parents didn't do anything about it, and they just um. They just started 
getting behind all this stuff as a way to fix the problems in Russia. You know, um, I guess the, uh, the they were under a monarchy, right? The monarch, uh, yeah, the czars. Well, the, the czars, yeah. They so, <clears throat> and they were falling behind uh, with the industrialized world. And and I think there was a, a great famine in the maybe 1890s. It just kind of, people started to lose hope in the current in the system that that uh they were living under and we see see a lot of parallels with that today yeah people are starting to lose hope in in our political system and radicalizing to the far right and to the far left and um just completely losing trust and hope and faith in the whole system so that's kind of that's whenever you're ripe for just burn it all down and let's do something new like communism that promises this glorious utopia. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <But. it's clears throat> I remember uh, in Solzhenitsyn in uh, the Gulag Archipelago was talking about um, these uh, ministers would be going through, these lefty ministers would be going through um, the countryside. They're Clergy? Uh, no, these are the, uh, the, the, the like the ministers of, ministers of yeah, Marxism. Of Marxism. Yeah. yeah, these people. And they were promising all these people, like, you know, we're going to rebuild your homes. We're going to, mm-hmm. you know, you, everybody's going to have cattle. Um, you know, we're, you're going to get so much cattle. We're going to pave the streets. You know, just talking up all this game. And they said that the that the hope and, and joy in the cities just went through the roof with all of this talk. And... Uh, you know, fast forward 10, 15 years, and these guys are starving to death. Mm. Yeah. So just blatant lies. And I don't know if these people really thought that this was going to go on or if this was just a ploy to get them to, um, you know, get behind them. I don't think that they did know. I mean, that's that's one thing that, uh, that I, I was, that was where I was reading in the, uh, here's a here's an excerpt from uh, Solzhenitsyn. If the intellectuals in the plays of Chekhov, who'd spent all their time guessing what would happen in 20, 30, or 40 years, have been told that in 40 years interrogation by torture would be practiced in Russia, that prisoners would have their skulls squeezed with iron rings, that a human being would be lowered into an acid bath, that they would be trussed up naked to be bitten by ants and bedbugs, this is that thing I was telling you, that yeah. a ramrod heated over a primus stove would be thrust into the anal canal, the secret brand, that a man's genitals would be slowly crushed beneath the toe of a jackboot, and that in the luckiest possible circumstances, prisoners would be tortured by being kept from sleeping for a week, by thirst, and by being beaten to a bloody pulp. Not one of Chekhov's plays would have gotten to its end because all the heroes would have gone off to insane asylums. God, that's some it, scary stuff. It wasn't just the Saurus who didn't see it coming, but also the country's leading liberal minds. It was simply beyond their ability to conceive. They just, they just didn't know. I guess communism had never been tried. So, yeah. just that, that was the first stronghold was, yeah. was the Bolshevik Revolution. When was that? In like uh, 1918, something like that? Well, I mean, it started. It started the... Man, I'm just getting into all this, so I'm not like... I I don't know where I've been. Right. <laughs> I've been asleep at the wheel. But you know, amazingly, the uh, 
um, oh, what was 1905. Was the Russian Revolution brought the Romanov dynasty. To, okay, uh, the the nineteen oh five revolution brought the Romanov dynasty time, but Russia's monarchy doom was sealed with the arrival of the Great War in nineteen fourteen. Russia's humiliating defeat called down the long prophesied apocalypse in the form of the nineteen seventeen October Revolution, led by Vladimir Lenin and the Bolshevik Party. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that was that's that sounds right. Uh, but the thing that I was talking about is, you know, the famine you were saying back in the 1800s, the 1890s, 1890s, where people lost hope. Like, was that brought on purposefully to create this it atmosphere would, of you possibly? Yeah, yeah, it was it wasn't the wasn't the famine. It was the mishandling of the response by the by the czars. By the czars. Yeah, kind of like COVID. I yeah. mean, yeah, that whole thing was just mishandled. Yeah, and. You know, leaving old people to die in the hospital by themselves, and God, do you see that video of the funeral? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that guy runs the in, funeral starts director, sh- tut, 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 yeah. get back, man. See, it's the, oh, I just don't know what to do with these guys. This blindness, you know, this this lack of any vision of of morality is just a very it's a very scary thing. I mean, it's a you know. And man, I was that way. We know? all we all were. Absolutely. I, man, I I I'm challenging myself to really aim this is weird. I got this book in the mail over the weekend while I was gone to church camp with my kid with kids, just Mason. And uh Amy was visiting her parents over the weekend, her dad, and he asked her a question. Is it is it okay to lie? And when I got back, she handed me this book and then completely different topic. She had no idea what it was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, she asked me that question. And I was like, no, never. She's like, well, what about in your taxes? What about if a gun, if an armed gunman comes into your house and asks if there are any children here that he can take? Right. And I, man, she, she threw me for a ringer because on the one hand that you've, both the tax collector and the and the gunman are both armed criminals. Yeah. Uh, but who the, asked this question? Amy, Amy's father. I Amy's heard this father question. Asked, and then okay. she asked it to me, and I've just been thinking about it. And then, like, this question is on my mind as I go throughout my day. Though so I'm at the hardware store the other day, mm-hmm. and I buy this new saw for my business. And the, and I asked because I keep breaking these pole saws, okay. the the ones that extend. Yep. Yep. They got a lot of intricate small parts, and they they break easy. And a friend of mine who's in the business said, "We'll just buy a new one every year because you get a one year warranty." And I asked the guy, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, you get a one year warranty. You buy a new one." And I was like, "No, that doesn't really make any sense." He's like, I break these things all the time. He's like, "Well, are you doing it commercially or residentially?" And ah. I said, uh, commercially, and he's like, well, you only get 90 days. And But he gave me a little warranty card with the filled out in the homeowner section. Uh-huh. So if I, if I don't tell the corporation that they're, I'm... They're not going to know. They're not going to know. Right. And It's, it's almost little, like legal theft. It's little stuff like yeah. that, man. It corrupts your soul. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and that's I think that's what... Um, Alexander was talking about you. You can't give any. Can't un, give an inch. You can't give an inch because 
Man, there's these. Uh, God, that's interesting. That's a great point. There's this. I got. I've got like 15 books to buy, but there's this book by. Uh, uh, called Insatiability. Mm, I think it's Insatiability. We're just talking about a. Um. These. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a 1984 book, but it's written by a Czechoslovakian guy who lived through the through the um, who lived through all that stuff, who who lived through the Russian Revolution, and he calls the uh, when you what do you do when the pill of Marty Bing stops working and you find yourself living under dictatorship of official lies in which anyone who contradicts the party line goes to jail, goes to jail. You become an actor. You learn the practice of Ketman. This is the Persian word for the practice of maintaining an outward appearance of Islamic orthodoxy while inwardly dissenting. And that there's all kinds of forms of this like acting to just not go to jail. Right, right, to keep yourself alive. Yeah. But uh, it corru- over time, it corrupts your character, and ultimately, everything in society gets corrupted. Yeah, because everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. yeah, so even the people that are, like, if you're a Christian, you just don't want to go to jail, you go along with the party, uh you do the Ketman. You you make lies to yourself like, well, Matt's got, he's got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, it won't hurt him yeah. if I take home some yeah. salsa. Yeah. Or, you know, it's... It, it's okay to steal from Walmart because the insurance will pay him back for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that corrupts your soul mm. and, and then, which in turn corrupts your town and your yeah. country. And, yeah. So that's just a powerful idea, man, and it's a lot harder than you think to completely live completely in the truth. I thought that I was until my wife asked me that question. I I got some work to do on myself. Because there are some, but again, you know, like, you know, you're protecting somebody, you know, like the kids thing. You know, if if there's some crazy gunman that comes in and asks if there's kids in the house, I mean, what are you going to do? I cannot tell a lie. Yes, they're underneath the floorboard. Sorry. I think that th- I think the thing to do is just just remain Rage silent. Out. Oh, just not even say anything. Or, yeah. Well, that's what Peterson says, right? Like, just don't don't, don't lie, or at the very least, no, tell the truth, or at the very least, don't lie. Don't lie. Yeah, and like you you were told me with the um, with the income tax, you can just tell them you're not you just send them a letter. Yeah. So I'm not going to file. Gonna, I'm not paying, or not even send a letter. Just don't don't even or just don't pay. Just don't pay. Yeah. Just don't pay. I mean, they they'll come for you. You know, they'll probably freeze your bank account and everything else. Yeah. But yeah, dude, pay. I mean, paying them, uh, allowing them to take money from you and use this for for bad is. I mean, that's think about what you're doing. I mean, you're aiding and abetting the lies. The lies by by allowing them to take your funds. Yeah. Man. So this this book, um, Insatiability, 
It was written in 1932. Uh, a near-future dystopia in which people were culturally exhausted and followed into decadence. And they're all on this pill called the Pill of Marty Bing, which is named after a Mon- Mongolian philosopher. 1984 was released in the same year. Oh, that's with interesting. Soma. Yeah. That Wait, people, no, that was... Uh, not 1984, yeah, Brave New World. Brave New World. Where yeah. people, people take the Soma... Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this yesterday. <laughs> Do you, I'm going to play this song for you, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the bathroom, and you tell me what you think it's about. Okay. Listen to the words. Are we going to be able to hear it through here? Yeah. Oh, nice. <coughs> I'm going to have ads first, though. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think this needs, to, man. This needs to be, this needs to be done loudly and on the rooftops, calling this stuff out. Yeah, because because what what is you ever heard the impairments have nothing to hiding under the dragon's wing won't save you. No. Hang on. There you go. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy, in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry you make it double, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy now. place to lay your head somebody came and took your bed don't worry be happy the landlord say your rent is late he may have to litigate don't worry be happy look at me i'm happy What's that song about? Uh, I mean, I'm guessing it's uh, no matter what comes your way to just think, think, think on the good side of life. While you're getting a, a, a hot poker shoved up your ass, don't worry, <laughs> be happy. Yeah. Uh, as part of the plan to take over the nation, people began turning up in the streets selling the pill of Murdy Bing, the, the Soma. 
Named after a Mongolian philosopher who found a way to embody his don't worry, be happy philosophy in a tablet. Those who took the pill of Murdy Bing quit worrying about life, even though things were falling apart around them. When the Eastern Army arrived, it surrendered happily. Its soldiers relieved to have found deliverance from their internal tension and struggle. Only the peace didn't last, but since they could not rid themselves completely of their former personalities, they became schizophrenics. Mm-hmm. What do you do when the pill of Murdy Bing stops working and you find yourself living under a dictatorship of official lies in which anyone who constructs contradicts the party line goes to jail you become an actor you learn the practice of ketman this i already told you about that the persian word for practice of maintaining an outward appearance of islamic orthodoxy while inwardly dissenting is that spelled k-a-d-m-o-n k-e-t-m-a-n there are eight different types of ketman under communism for example professional ketman which we kind of talked about is when you convince yourself that it's okay to live a lie in the workplace because that's what you have to do to have freedom to do good work. Metaphysical Ketman is the deepest form of the strategy. A defense against total degradation, it consists of convincing yourself that it really is possible for you to be a loyal opponent of the new regime while working with it. Christians who collaborated with communist regimes were guilty of metaphysical Ketman. In fact, it represents the ultimate victory of the big lie over the individual soul. Under the under the emerging tyranny of wokeness, conservatives, including conservative Christians, learn to practice one or more forms of Ketman. The ones who are mo- most deeply deceived are those who convince themselves that they can live honestly within the woke systems by outwardly conforming and learning how to adapt their convictions to the new order. The author, Milotes, had their number. They swindle the devil who thinks he is swindling them, but the devil knows what they think and is satisfied. So, basically, you know, all this lying to yourself won't save you, won't save anybody. That's what I'm saying. Hiding under the dragon's wing just buys you time. Keeping your mouth shut about all this stuff that you see because you don't want to attract attention or you don't want to lose your job or you, you know, like the doctors that are performing these surgeries on children gender reassignment surgeries, mutilating them, yeah. knowing it goes against their Hippocratic oath. Well, they they are employed in institutions that will fire them if they sure if they dissent. Yeah, yeah. So and they're scared to do that because uh, then what kind of job will they have? What shame will be brought on? They'll them? have to go completely do something else because yeah. li- they'll lose their license. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's some. Uh, some deep stuff. No, I just, I mean, it's, it just kind of goes back to, you know, none of us have clean hands. Right. Um, we all need to work on ourselves. And um, this, the start, this book, the starts off with talking about this, this dude uh, who, who saw all this coming, who, Saw communism way, way off. And have you ever seen the movie Fight Club? Yeah. So I, when I was growing up, I thought Fight Club was the coolest movie ever because you had this guy that goes and goes around and starts all these underground clubs and they're all linked together and they're trying to like overthrow the system or whatever. But 
it's really it's really a terrible film. Like it's not it's not a cool thing to do to go and just just create chaos because it, it causes people to lose faith in their in their institution. But the real Fight Club was this was this guy. Um, he was a he was a priest. His name was uh, Kolokovic. Never heard of him. Um, in 1943, a Jesuit priest, an anti-fascist activist, um, I can't, man, these Russian names are hard, Tomislav Pogolovin fled his captive Croatia one step ahead of the Gestapo and settled in just Czechoslovakia to conceal himself from the Nazis. He assumed his Slovak mother's name, Kolokovic and took up a teaching position in Bratislava, the capital of the Slovak region, which had become an independent vassal state of Hitler. The priest, 37 years old, with a thick stock of prematurely white hair, had spent some of his priestly training study of the Soviet Union. He believed that the defeat of the Nazi totalitarianism would occasion a great conflict between Soviet totalitarianism and the uh, liberal democratic West. Though Father Kolokovic worried about the threats to Christian life and witnessed from the rich materialistic West, he was far more concerned about the dangers of communism, which he correctly saw as an imperialistic ideology. Anyways, he just, he just went around starting like cells and preparing people for communism coming yeah. to the country and like teaching them to like give themselves over completely to Christ heart and soul kind of like what we're talking about like in this that what I started talking to you about from Psalms search me lord if you yeah. see anything in me that's evil like just let's bring it out and and so I can deal with it and get sure. rid of it and these people that he went around um teaching about how to deal with communism. They're the ones that ultimately, when they were finally released from the gulags, they're the ones that ultimately overthrew communism in the 80s. Really? Yeah. So who were these, do you know who these people were? Like were they government officials? Or I mean, it sounds like they were kind of powerful people that he would start these cells with kind of powerful people if they no, were able they to. Were, they were Christians. They were just he would go around to Christian communities and people that he could pray with and he could read scripture with and yeah. because the party came down hard on religion of okay. all sorts. Which is you could see that going on right now. He 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 established cells of faithful young Catholics who came together for prayer, study, and fellowship. The refugee priest taught the young Slovak believers that every person must be accountable to God for his actions. Freedom is responsibility. He stressed it is a mean to live with a means to live within the truth. The motto of the Jossists, they, they were called the Jossists after um the initials they were young Christian workers called Jossists after the initials of their name in French inspired by the Jossist example. Um uh, he, he kind of talks about that earlier on, but uh the motto of the Jossists became the motto for what Father Kolokovic called his family. See, judge, act. See meant to be awake to the realities around you. 
Judge was a command to discern soberly the meaning of those realities in light of what you know to be true, especially from the teachings of the Christian faith. After you reach your conclusion, you are then to act to resist evil. And this is like basic stuff. Mm -hmm. But these people persevered. They kept their faith. They were thrown in jail for it. But they ended up liberating, helping to liberate Russia from the communists. But But did they really, though? I mean, did they really? I mean, it seems to me that communism is just spreading across the world. world. Yeah. Yeah. That it just kind of. Well, that's. Yeah, that's. You know, it kind (laughs) of changed, changed ways. You know, it kind of put on a new mask. Yeah. Before you came in, I read about that. Um, Unlike the Bolsheviks, who were were hardened revolutionaries, social justice warriors get their way not by shedding blood, but by shedding tears. They. You, in our time, most people regard the politically correct insanity of campus radicals as not worthy of attention. They mock them as snowflakes and social justice warriors. This is a serious mistake. In radicalizing the broader class of elites, social justice warriors are playing a similar, similar historic role to the Bolsheviks and pre-revolutionary Russia. Social justice warriors' ranks are full of middle-class, secular, educated young people racked by guilt and anxiety over their own privilege, alienated from their own traditions, and desperate to identify with something or someone to give them a sense of wholeness and purpose. For them, the ideology of social justice, as defined not by church teaching, but by critical theorists in the academy, functions as pseudo-religion. How old is this book you're reading? It was released three years ago. Okay. But he's... He's comp- <laughs> what he's doing is comparing and contrasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what Peterson does. No, for sure. No, I was just wondering, like, when, when you mentioned social justice warriors, oh, yeah, I was just, wondering if that was a historical word that they used back in the day, that they called these people. I mean, that would be no. kind of creepy if that were the case. <laughs> no, he's just comparing and contrasting. And there's lots of people that are doing this. I mean, yeah. these all these immigrants are doing it. Like, this is this is happening here. We mm-hmm. came to We came to flee this stuff, right. and here it is. We've seen this before. Yeah, I've seen yeah. this before. I love those um, uh, those Russians and just the immigrants you're talking about, like from Yugoslavia and stuff like that, that grew up in there and they're talking about it and they're just pinpointing all of this stuff that they've seen before. They mm-hmm. saw come down the pike before they were, you know, their family was thrown into these prisons and uh, treated like garbage. I just don't understand the, like... What is the end game for communism? Is to have this small group of people that rule over everybody with an iron fist. I mean, that seems to me to be that's the end game. Marx promised, though, is it? No, no. But that—that's where it, that's what it look. That's how it's going to work. He, they don't ever talk about the oligarchy. You know, they talk about the promises, the promises, the the equality. You know, like these people that are that have you know, 1% of the money, and there's only like 100 of them. They've got 1% and the the bottom, they've got just as much money as like the bottom 40%, you know, these 180 people. The have, one, you mean the 1% have all the money? Yeah, have have the vast majority of the money right. while everybody else does not. And they, they try to evil, you know, make these guys look evil. When, you know, when Peterson brings out the Prieto principle, he's like, this will happen no matter what. What you do. The only thing that they're doing is... They're taking all of these people's money, and they're they're 
they're rising to the top. The and they're giving it to themselves. Giving it to themselves. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to be the ones that are, yeah. uh, you know, uh, ruling over this stuff and eating, you know, an animal farm. You know, I don't remember if you've yeah, read Animal Farm. I remember the book. Yeah. So you remember that uh, there were all these, um, you know, these pigs were the ones that were in charge of everything and they were just drunk all the time and eating the best food and mm-hmm. just kind of were in the house. And everybody, all the other people were outside of the house just starving to death slowly and working their asses off for them, you know, and uh, that that's how it will be. Yeah. You know, that's how it's going to be. Well, if, somebody if has to over. run it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has to run that system by yes. force because, like you said, nobody's nobody's picking this up of their no. own free will. No. So it has to be shoved no. down everyone's throat, and somebody has to run it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to redistribute the wealth. What I'm wondering, though, is like, you know, these the wealthy people, the wealthy population, if if they're all in on it, you know, knowing that their reign at the top is never going to last the way capitalism is going right now, and that, uh, you know, right now they're buying their way into these upper echelon world economic forum partnerships and stuff like that where... Oh, I mean, Elon yeah. just Elon seems to be yeah playing he's, that. He's he in just, it. Do you just appoint uh, someone from the WEF as to Twitter to Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, Mister Mister Free Speech. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, all these. I mean, in, in Elon, dude, this guy. I don't know why everybody thinks he's so good. I mean, all the money that he got, all the money that he's he's a government. He's like a. A little piglet on the government tit. I mean, yeah. all of his wealth came from the government. Government money. It's all government money. Tesla and his all of and it. His, all of it. He's carrying out fake yeah. SpaceX company. Yes, it's all just government contracts. Yeah, yeah. All yeah he didn't. He didn't create anything. Nothing that no. people actually want. No. Just like even all these. Like when you really look at it, like all these uh, entrepreneurs that come online. You know, I've got one eye on them because I don't know that they really be, they were really, they really became like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Facebook CEO, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. You're telling me that this kid in college invented this thing and then became one of the wealthiest men in the world. I don't buy that at yeah, all. Just I mean, he's just a face. Won the lottery. Yeah, he's just like a face to carry out something that, I mean, it's it's been proven that the FBI pretty much you know, has a has their own office in Facebook, you know, and they're real close. Like the FD, FBI director and stuff just pretty much lives over there. I'm sure just combing through all of the Facebook uh, ads or whatnot. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. I don't know. This, this, this is good. This, uh, I mean, this, uh, this oligarchy of humans that are going to be ru- ruling this thing are, are, uh, are the people that, are not going to be equal. They're not going to be on the same footing as everybody else. They're going to be the ones with their foot on the back of everybody's neck, forcing them to work for them, forcing them into slave labor mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, that's what it is. It's slave labor. I mean, you think people are crying now about the taxes and saying we pay too much in taxes. Shit, you're not going to keep anything. Right. You know? You're going to be able to just keep something uh, that could barely keep you alive and maybe not even that. And that's what happened over in Russia. You know, they just took more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. Neighbors turning in neighbors. You know, mm-hmm. he took a, he took an extra radish home and some pins. You know, you all gave us some needles last week. He took two packs. Yeah. That's oh. what I'm talking about. You can't hide under the dragon's wing. Mm-hmm. 
turning yeah. in your neighbor is not going to oh, save you. So cowardly. So yeah, cowardly. and that's what that's what the the whole essay by Solzhenitsyn was. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Uh, Solzhenitsyn. I mean Solzhenitsyn. 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 Those Russian Sol- names are Solzhenitsyn. Tongue twisters. Anyway, that was his, his whole essay, Live Not By Lies. Like, there's, I started making my own little, uh, will not say, write, affirm, or distribute anything that distorts the truth, will not go to a demonstration or participate in a collective action unless he truly believes in the cause, will not take part in a meeting in which the discussion is forced and no one can speak the truth, will not vote for a candidate or proposal he considers to be dubious or unworthy, will walk out of an event as soon as he hears a speaker utter a lie, ideological drivel, or shameless propaganda, will not support journalism that distorts or hides the underlying facts. And I started making my own. Uh, will not take take dishonest discounts or steal from businesses. If he sees a mistake, he will point it out. Will not bend the truth. Will not consume content that promotes wokeness, lies, Will not send his children to a house of lies or places where lies are consumed. Jeez. Will not be a slave to pleasure. Will not operate. Will operate in the light of day. Will not give business to those that lie or support the lies. I mean, if you took, if you take all that, if you take, I'm not going to live by lies. Seriously, man, you're going to have to pretty much become an Amish person. Yeah. Yeah. Because all these sure. corporations are, they're they're dirty. bending the knee to yep. that to that wokeness. Yep. Yeah, they all are. of them are. Mm-hmm. They sure yeah. are, and I wonder why they're doing that. Oh, they're this they're the being thing. forced to, probably. But how they uh, they own their, you know, these these CEOs and stuff. I know they're hired and whatnot by their their board, but why would uh, like shareholders? You know, why are the shareholders taking this stuff? I don't know, man. I mean, I mean why think, would Target do what they did? Why would Bud Light do what they did? Why would all? Yeah, they're all knowing doing that this they would that they were going to cut their own throat. Yeah. Unless it's like the Elon Musk thing, like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get a spot in the sun because I know that this party's not going to last. Yeah. I'll be one of the first to jump on board, and yeah. then you'll give me a place at the table whenever yeah. pull the pull the tablecloth out from under everything. Because yeah, like you said, capitalism won't matter anymore. Yeah, sure, it it won't. Yeah, I just don't. It's. It's, uh, yeah, there's just no place to really, there's no place to do business if you, if you live by truth. There's no, nothing you can do. I mean, almost like, uh, like starting a black market, you know, black market would be a way to rebel against something like that. Um, I guess that's not a lie. No. You know, like what the Amish guy did, that Amish dude that was selling all of his uh, organic produce and meats and stuff like that and wasn't paying any taxes, and they went in and shut him down. Did you hear about that guy? Yeah, you sent me a deal. Well, you don't have to pay taxes if you're under the the Farmers Act. You don't? They just got, no. They got him on, on like, cleanliness and stuff like that. Oh, is that what it was? The FDA went in and... Yeah, they shut him down because his, his stuff wasn't up to health code. Gotcha. I mean, they don't have any. Sa- if somebody comes to your, fa- I know at least here in Oklahoma, somebody comes to your farm and buys directly from you, you don't have to pay taxes on that. Okay, it's a cash deal, you know. That's so, interesting. 
you would think that would go over to cannabis as well. It's on a farm. It's farming. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that's the that's the thing. If Man, I guarantee it was all about taxes. You think so? For sure. It wasn't about cl- You think they care about cleanliness? No, I don't think they do, that but I think that he was making so much money. He yes. had a thousand customers or yes. something like that, right? That's the deal. Is yeah. he was making so much He was much making too much money and not paying taxes on it. Mhm. If he were paying taxes, no problem. No problem. Who cares? Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the reason. And like you were saying, maybe I thought it was tax reasons, but if the FDA was in there talking about cleanliness and whatnot, then uh, yeah, yeah remember they a, came in and they they shut down his his uh, meat sales and yeah. came and checked and made sure he had the same meat that they had that he had last time and yeah uh, yeah I I don't know man I, I don't if he if he would give him the finger they'd go in and just arrest him yeah you know and take him away yeah that's what they do that's what they do. Uh, and and this is a. Uh, I, th- I think, that Christianity talks about like suffering for Christ, and I've I've thought this for a while. Then this book points it out. So the what does that mean, suffering for Christ or going to jail for? But what does that mean, suffering through Christ? Like I don't understand that for truth. Okay, for truth. Yes, something like that. I, I get real confused. Here's with, here's the thing. You kind of pointed this out to yeah. me last night. Like, and I know that you don't necessarily believe that Christ was a real person. I don't or, know. I, I have no. Well, you clue. don't. Okay. Yeah. I have no so clue. he was a unblemished person. Like he doesn't have skeletons in his closet. Okay. Yeah. So, and um, we can we can look to this. To this person, yeah. as a guide for how to act in the world. Yes, and the only way through out of this thing is through it. You can't escape it. Right, right. Communism is now it's worldwide. Hopefully, it'll be stomped out once and for all. Now that it's every, in every corner, and and but there's not going to be any. I mean, if we were going to get rid of it, wouldn't have we done it by now? Like, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Are we gonna? That's what this. That's what this book is about. Is we're gonna have to learn to how to get through it. And by that, you mean that every human being is gonna have to understand this. And the yeah. only way that that happens is, is to go through it. Is well, and not only that, but teaching other people. Well, yeah, is wisdom. You need you know, people on the other side of this thing to re- <laughs> to rebuild me. society, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's what that's what these immigrants are saying is like. You can't. You're not going to be able to tell these people. They're not going to believe you. They're going to have to go through. Su- they're going to, have to suffer to understand. You know, because. So, are they saying that there's no way to stop this? There's no way to stop it from happening. It's going to happen. You just got to get your mind right, go through it, and on the other side. Yeah, I just hope you don't get the hot poker. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, dude, that's a. These are dirty human beings, man. These are people that. Have no conscience. They're not there. They're completely unaware of 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 anything that's beautiful. I mean, what kind of human being could do that to another human being? I, I guess all of us could. Yeah. Well, we I could. We I could guess. all be the. We could all be that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Y- y- yeah, you could. Well, yeah. I mean, you. Absolutely. 
were you raised in the right circumstances and you know just well, yeah i remember like getting raised being raised on a on a on a ranch you know and the way we treated our cattle when we were growing up you know it was just like nobody even thought about it nobody even questioned how these animals were being treated and man you're talking about a disgusting life i mean i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't believe it i was so happy to get out of there cuz i just wasn't i couldn't couldn't do it i mean it just wasn't for me i yeah. couldn't like i i recognized how sad this was and how disgusting it was to beat these animals and you know doing all the nasty shit that you do to them and just like they were they had no they had no feelings whatsoever you know mm-hmm. i mean you've heard people talk man fish don't even have feelings you know <laughs> i mean you just cut them right up on the spot they don't feel anything you know you've heard people talk about that you know they just don't they don't have nerves like we do stuff like that i mean it's just the mindset of some people they just never think about other beings yeah, but on the flip side of that, somebody has to has to raise and butcher animals for other people to eat. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, but, but, I, I've, but, I've cleaned many a fish. Do you have to beat them? Do you have to torture them? Do you have to keep them in Man, stockyards? I've, I've started... Since I got children, I've started putting fish down before I clean them. But when I was a kid, man, just start pull fish hacking, out, and start yeah. cleaning them off. Yeah, yeah. Be, you you believe the things that you're told. That, sure. No, nah, they don't. They just sit there and take it like they don't scream or yeah, yeah. seem to flop yeah. around. Turns so. out they don't have vocal cords that are. Yeah, you know, they probably would scream. They probably would. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, it's the way you're you're raised and everything. I education mean, is the key. Yeah, it is, and I think that's why it's important to speak up. And not think that you'd just be. I mean, obviously, this 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 is this cancer is spreading. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. It's spreading fast too. I mean, it is. It's here. You can see. I mean, you can see the the political change. You know, all these people in politics now, and it's just not the same people that you grew up with. I mean, they have men that that think they're women that are in high places. Yeah, I mean, high places. Yeah, in, 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 the, in the White, in the White House. House. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just see how, just look how these, how the. When I was uh, growing up, I used to think the office of the president was, oh, was, you know, all the kids like, oh, I'm be president someday. Yeah, man, who would want that yeah. now? That's a disgusting place. Yeah. yeah. Look at look how these men are conducting themselves. Mm-hmm. Like look how look at these elections, how dirty they get and how yeah. I think it's all by design, man, to make us lose faith in in, uh-huh. this, in the system and push through by these by these people that that want to see the system come into yeah. into place and the the ideology is the same ideology that the serpent was slinging in the garden of eden that ye shall be as gods you know you can have it all you can be whatever you want it's reality is only limited to your own imagination i mean that's that's the liberalist lie that's being pushed is that there is no objective truth all truth is subjective as thou wilt yeah yeah that's the root of all this stuff yeah you you know, that it's 
hey, if I say that the fish doesn't have feelings, it doesn't have feelings. Right. right. I mean, uh, you just have to like imagine yourself in the in the place of your brother, and I don't think a lot of a lot of people don't even um, like this woman that was selling the baby parts. Doesn't imagine that as one of her children. Yeah. Just thinks that it's oh, that's not even a person. Yeah, that's just a just some just some meat and mm-hmm. some blood, and it can help me get what I want. Yeah, help me get my material goods, live a better life, <laughs> support my family better. Yeah, man. I mean, just. Uh, I mean, when when the chickens come home to roost on that, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Mom was pulling out. Okay. Man, if you need to go, we can. Okay. Oh, right on. When Solzhenitsyn is talking about these uh, um, meetings, or you know, when all the the upper echelon of of communism, the Bolsheviks would get together, you know, and and talk, and like somebody like Stalin would get up and talk, and when he was done talking, everybody would stand in applause, and nobody wanted to sit down, nobody wanted to stop the applause first, <laughs> you know, so everybody's just kind of, you know, clapping for like. 10, 15 minutes, everybody's just sitting there. And, like, finally somebody just, like, gives out and sits down. And then, like, everybody else starts sitting down. But that guy would get pulled out and taken to the gulag. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He said that's how asinine it was. Like, that's how sinister it was. And so it was just, like, you're talking about this act, you know, where people are just, Mm. you know, just going nuts. And then there's one feeble old man. He said it was just like this feeble old man who just couldn't stand any longer, finally just collapsed down in his seat. Everybody else has a sigh of relief, and that guy goes to the gulag. Dude, he's Uh, really funny. He writes writes with humor. Alexander does? Oh, yeah, throughout the whole book. He's got all these humor. I'm going to have to get it. I've got to get it. I've got it at the house. You can bought it. It's, uh, oh, dude, I'm building a, 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 a war chest. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, what else are you going to spend money on? Right. That stuff's so good. It's so it's great to have. I'm so proud of my library. I love looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah even though I haven't read most of the books there, I just sit there. Man, you got something to do. That's, that's going to be a good book. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this is, a, you know, you were, we were just talking about how do you, how do you develop the sense of morality where you have respect for all life? Mm-hmm. You got to educate yourself. Yeah. I mean, you got to study history. Uh, it's the only way. Because it's the only way we're going to learn from our mistakes. What's up? Hey, what's up, Mason? Good morning. How are you, buddy? I'll just ask you if you need a piece of butter. If I need butter? Yeah, I'll take some butter. 
Oh, heck yeah. Man, that's a weird butter. What's up? Thank you. How are you doing? Did you just wake up? Yeah. Go eat some breakfast, huh? Hello? Hi. Howdy. We're in here talking about lies. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, go, go get Matt some butter, and then when y'all get back, I'll, we'll wrap it up. Thank you. Sure. Which one do you want? These nuts. Wait. I think. <laughs> How old is that recording? Uh, three years. Three years. Ago. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Probably. My brother hates me, and I can tell. <laughs> she just, so yeah, she just, you're just playing. Yeah, I know. Go get Matt's butter, and then we'll we'll roll to Maysville, buddy. Okay. Oh, you're going to uh, get some milk now, huh? No. Or you just got uh, work or something? Papa Steve, <laughs> Amy's dad puts on a their church puts on a feed oh okay once a month cool just feed whoever wants to come that's who gave you that book no okay no i who gave you that book you said it came in the mail who well i ordered it oh you ordered it but i how'd you hear about it just sultanitsen um essay that essay yeah i just googled it and this book came up and i was like dude i like "Mm." the uh i like that front there with the bullet points on you know how to stay truthful you know, these are the things that you need to think about. Dude, that list, that's gold right there. Yeah. You mind taking a photo of that and sending it to me? And, oh, uh, and also f- that list that you're writing as well. I'd like to see that. And make it, yeah. It, it'd, be, it'd be good to build onto that. And not only that, but go through it and kind of merge. I'm sure that you're saying the same thing. Like all these bullet points, There's, you can sh- shim it up to uh, something that's not 5,000 bullet points yeah. of information. Ten commandments. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because you know the uh, uh, oh, what the hell was I talking about? The um, oh, the uh, so the the uh, natural law mm-hmm. is passio like so. There's all these different natural laws, right? But it all sums up to don't steal. It all comes down to don't steal. Like one thing, don't don't steal from people, and that's like if you kill somebody, that's stealing their life. Yeah, right. So don't steal. And he said, if you can keep that on the forefront of your mind, you'll you'll abide by the laws of of nature. And doing going against that is uh, how do you take how do you take the life of an animal to sustain yourself? Though, well, it didn't say these. This is like another human for humans. Being. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, he makes a definite distinction between animals being on a different conscious level, like cheetahs. You know, they attack and kill predators, and people. That's kind of an argument that people have. Well. You know, if cheetahs can go out and kill people, why can't we kill each other? Well, th- they don't think on the same, they're not on the same wavelength as we are. They're not on the same uh, conscious level as we are. They can't, you know, you can't crack a book open and discuss things with them. You know, you don't have these higher higher uh, mind ideas in animals. So, right. Uh, and I think that's what the Bible was saying, you know, that these animals are here for you, you know, when... Uh, at the very first Genesis, you know, God made all the animals mm-hmm. and left man to be in charge of them and whatnot. Yeah, dominion over dominion, the earth. Yeah. 
<clears throat> well, I mean, and also you look at our our digestive system. Like we're in the places that we live. I mean, like if you live in the Arctic mm-hmm. and you try to be a vegetarian. It's impossible. You die yeah. in three days. Yeah. I mean, not three days, but yeah, I, I two get, months. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and and that's not what I'm really. Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm just. I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail. But yeah, um, yeah. Condensing, condensing, and I think that's important. This guy's. This this book is really well written. But a, what I find with a lot of books is I try to talk to my wife about him, and she just or he say here, you know, read this, and she's like, I don't even understand that. I don't yeah. know what they're saying. A lot of these guys, they. Don't right. know how to communicate. Right. They can't break it down. They can't. Yeah, they can't. I, I don't. They have good things to say, uh-huh. but maybe that's a, and that's kind of what these these priests that you were talking about were doing. They would go and explain Marxist Marxism to the factory workers, and they they wouldn't know what they're talking about. So they had to have, they had to have these these clergymen of Marx go around and, and explain, just give them the, the bullet points, right. the promises. And I think we have to do the same thing to try to, to fight this stuff. Right. Um, cause I'm, man, I'm, I'm in, like I, I, I'm fully aware of the fact that there's no hiding. Yeah. There's no hiding from this thing. No. And if you want to, you know, you want to live a good life and, and a good death, you're going to have to, you know, be a man of your convictions and your conscience and uh, try to help other people as much as you can. And yeah. speaking up is the way. It is. I mean, at least in my opinion. No, I mean, it really is. It's the, it's the only way. I mean, it's the only way, um, you know, and that's wisdom. That is wisdom. That's will carried out, you know, your understanding of knowledge. Ah, uh, Cassio says that too, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you sit on it, you have this understanding and you sit on it. Then you're you're a bad person. You're worse than yeah. the... You're a disgusting human being. Yeah. Yeah, if you know all this stuff and you don't talk yep. about it, you're... Jesus you says that know. too. Yeah, you do not know. He says that he would rather you be evil than be like that. Uh-huh. Ride yeah. the fence. Yeah. Like stay in the middle yeah. and try to be comfortable. Yeah. What was it Mr. Miyagi said? Right side of the road? Fine. Left side of the road? Fine. Middle? <laughs> Squish. Just like grape. Squish. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Just like grape. That's awesome. I, did, I didn't hear it. I've never heard that. I'm yeah. going to have to dig that one up. Yeah. Oh, Miyagi. He had some good ones. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Well, what do you think, man? Yeah, let's do it. it. Let's do it again. Okay. We'll, we'll, I like these early morning ones. Yeah, that was good, man. I love uh, you bringing those books out. That was that's awesome. Well, let's, I like how you. Uh, I like how that started off. That was a that was a punch in the face right there. Talking about the lies that. That's a good question. Like, what is? I mean, that when really, is it okay when to is lie? It okay. Yeah, you can really dig down deep. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. The. That one goes deep. Yeah. Awesome.